Hello there. Welcome to the Field of Streams, where I, your host Janine McRae, bring you the tiny thoughts that stream from my brain and present them to you as though they're a rhodium-plated invite to some exclusive awards ceremony where your assigned seating is a float tank filled with champagne and actual baby ducklings. Hmm. Adorbs. I wonder if they'd be drunk. Now, I can't promise you much with these weekly nibbles, but I can promise you this, people. I won't keep you long. Today's missive was inspired by naive old Janine learning about hostile architecture, which was, I will confess, not a term I'd heard of before reading the article that I found. It never occurred to me that the weird benches folks couldn't lie on or the spikes on ledges in the downtown had a name. I swear, sometimes I'm just textbook Pollyanna. That's probably a dated reference there. For you kids, Pollyanna was a book written in 1913, one that I read as a little girl, and the name has simply come to mean that I'm an innocent and optimistic widow-whamming wife, absolutely primed for the inevitable slaughter. The hostile architecture I'm talking about in this piece is all the defences you put up as a creative person to shield yourself from feedback and criticism, and why sometimes you should really open yourself up to that feedback and criticism. Basic premise, it's possible to fight feedback's foot soldiers by lowering your drawbridge and inviting those suckers in. And without any further waffling, here is the post. Caution, resistance is hostile. I like your spikes. I particularly like how you installed them on top of your walls that cannot be scaled. What's that? Oh, you're still waiting on the cauldrons of burning oil to round out the look. Neat! Though personally, I'd be worried about the stench. Your benches are cool too, like super futuristic with a modernist slant. Sorry, what's that? Not a modernist slant. Oh, I beg your pardon. The slant is to stop people laying down and getting too comfortable around you? Gotcha. Must be that new fortress aesthetic I've heard so much about. Hot take. We are victims of our hostile architectures. The defences we construct to protect our fragile egos from feedback's foot soldiers don't do us any favours. They block the true expansion of our potential. It's no good having a creative heart if it's locked forever at the top of a castle, behind walls with impenetrable gates and a bollard forest at the door. It might be a happy heart, but it ain't ever going to discover its capacity for true growth. Your creative estate, the square footage of your ideas and executions, is sacred ground. I get it. But if you want to push the boundaries of this estate outwards over the course of a creative lifetime, you've got to let the appraisers in occasionally. Yes, they'll be total hooligans. They're going to skate all over your pretty promenade, grinding their boards on your benches while ignoring all your no-skating signs and your CCTV won't be able to do one thing about it. But I had a moat, you'll cry. Yes, I know. You showed me the piranhas and I asked if they were more effective than crocodiles, remember? Listen, and I'll say this to anyone who's about to sit down and do a creative review of their concepts, design, copy, or whatever. Listen, feedback is not always criticism. It doesn't always need to be defended against. What it does need to be is absorbed and processed. Listen. Feedback is a direct assault on ego. It can be uncomfortable and rage-inducing and hurt like a mofo as you sit in that review, blood rushing to your face with a tsunami of disappointment drowning your confidence. Someone doesn't like this thing I made? 
How is this even bloody possible? Listen. I mean literally listen to the feedback you are receiving from whomever is your creative guide in the room. Separate yourself from your pride for just a moment. What are they actually saying? This feedback giver, do you trust them? Should you trust them? Do they have more experience? Are they the keeper of the vision? Do they know more than you? What's their gut like? Do you disagree with their opinion? Sidebar, even if you know you won't win, you should fight for your work. The act of defending by using passionate argument rather than stone walls helps you learn to talk through your own creative process. It shows those who have your career in their hands that you know how to think and have considered the brief. That said, you must also recognise the yield moment when you've just got to take that feedback lance straight to the body, apply a bandage, take some good old antibiotics and get back to work. But listen... You can agree or disagree, but you cannot formulate your reaction until you fully absorb the wicked kickflip they just did off your architecture. And that's how to process feedback. A word on the shitheels who skate on your surfaces and scuff your architecture for no good reason other than they can. There's a saying and it goes something like this. Don't accept criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from. I'm not saying don't accept their feedback, you're being paid to, but don't take on that emotional baggage that comes with it. There's no shortage of fail-upperers in the creative space, and you'll come across people you have to listen to who you won't respect. You know, those seagulls who come into a room, shit on everything, and leave having contributed no solutions or usable direction. Those people don't care about your architecture. They don't care about making you better. They only find joy in power and leaving you to clean up the mess. You will never learn a thing from them except how to be a bad manager, but never lose sight of your professionalism. You're going to have to work out how to live in their cruel village with your sensitive facade and still get your work done. Do not, under any circumstances, lose sleep over shitty people like this. I've been blessed with some great creative directors and mentors in my life, I've watched in awe as they've torn apart my work and marvelled at how they've helped to make it stronger and more bulletproof. Not by telling me what to do exactly, but by pushing me and giving me space to find another way. The unexpected solution lives in the gap between hurt and failure, something you'll never learn if you hide behind your hostile, feedback-fending architecture. I'm not advocating for the destruction of personal armour, but for the correct application of defence strategies that allow you to become as bulletproof as your work, something that will only happen by suffering through and learning from feedback. You must, Indy, cover your heart at all times, but leave your mind open to receive, process and react. Hostile architecture is anti-human. Let those feedback foot soldiers in and leave them to ollie and skate free. Let them sit too close and stay too long. Let them stretch out on your work and loiter in your comfort zone until you are inspired by them to make shit better. Only then will you become an open, vibrant space in this brutalist world. And there you have it. I will gladly accept the feedback of you giving this episode a five-star rating. I have no hostile architecture to stop you. 
These little missives are designed to inspire creative folk to get out and make something on their own. If you do enjoy my writing, please be sure to subscribe to the stream newsletter at janemacrae.substack.com. And until next we meet, love what you love, and I'll see you out there making the stuff.